What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of From Broadway to Belmont. I am your host, Krista Salams, and with me, as always, is my wonderful co-host, Kevin Koff. Kevin, jump and say hello. What's up? Good to be back with all the fans. Good to see you for a second straight week, Chris. You know, as soon as we announced the bi-weekly thing, it turned out everything was going to happen. So, pretty much, jokes yeah, on us. I mean, like, but but who 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 is to blame us for for I think having the Having the thought process that NHL GMs are pretty stupid thinking that they weren't going to make <laughs> trades and then trades continue to happen. People should be thanking us that we made the call because so much yeah, with pretty, both teams has happened. Pretty it's much. It's really yeah, all I mean, on us, to be honest. So, I mean, I pretty much spoke it into existence. He's home. He's back. Sorry, I'm jumping right into it. He is back. I mean, he's a dog. He's a dog. Or an otter, Tyler. if you will. Tyler Mott is back. Motter the Otter. Happy to have him. It was one of the happiest days of my life. Um, <laughs> I, I'm not even joking. I was just I was smiling from ear to ear like the You're entire morning when I, when I heard about it. I was it was just it was just such a like pleasant thing to happen. I was just like I can't believe that like they did it. Um, so we got Tyler Mott uh, traded Julian Gauthier um, and Rest in peace. Uh, like a fourth round pick or something. I thought it was a um, seventh. Maybe I'm wrong. Was it? Oh, maybe it was a seventh. Jeez, hold on. Let me. I look mean, it. it it was nothing really to give up. Regardless, I mean, yeah, I feel like we both called this. You especially. It was like you should have resigned him in the summer. But that's not. This yeah. is me saying in a good light. Got to give Chris Drury credit, making up for his mistakes. You love to see mm-hmm. that. Brings back a good locker room guy, good playoff performer. You know, he's not. He's one of those guys that it's like fans latch on to because he's so fun to watch physically. He does all the things right. He brings the energy. Is he going to score 20 goals, even 15 goals? Probably not. But like it's good for Drury to honestly make up for that. I wouldn't even call it a mistake. Just like it just happened the way it happened. But it's good that he's back and I expect him to resign this summer. Yeah, I'd be really happy with that. I think, you know, he he, he kind of said he was pumped when he came back. He, you know, yeah. I, think he, I think last year he stayed in a hotel because he didn't know like what was going on and stuff. <laughs> so he pretty much, I think, went back to the same hotel long term, like a long term hotel. Wonder uh, where he, was it is. Fir- he was the first one at the practice rink uh, the day of. He's like, I knew exactly where I was going. I was so excited to get That's there. Nice. He's like, he's like so I was literally nice. the first guy there. Um and you know, Kreider was happy to see him. You know, give him a big hug when they were on the ice and stuff. And and yeah, so it, it was Julian Gauthier and a, a conditional seventh round pick. And I'm trying to find out because they they didn't tweet like typical Saint Louis or typical. I saw, I saw it somewhere. They, I can't remember what they it was. tweeted out the trade one of two, and then didn't add to tweet so you could just scroll down and see what like the rest of the conditions were. They just did a separate tweet. Mm. Okay, so the trade conditions. Should the Rangers advance past the first round of the uh, playoffs this year, the pick will improve to the lower of the Rangers or the Jets' 2023 sixth-round selection. So it'll jump from a seventh-round pick to the lower of a sixth-round pick. So um, I hope uh, Ottawa enjoys their seventh-round pick then. Yeah. We can only hope. <laughs> what a, what a, I mean, just uh, Drury again. He, I don't know how he's getting teams to take the lower of two picks. Um, second, hey, whatever trade, works, he, eh? I mean, he's, ma- he's making it work. So, um, yeah, no, but I, condition. It's, yeah, it's, his condition, the conditions are hilarious too, because like if they make it out of the play, if they make it out of the first round, condition hit. If they make the playoffs, the condition hits for, um, that, um, that's St. Louis. I believe it's a fourth rounder. It'll turn into a third mm. rounder. That's yeah. So a lot of conditions. If, yeah, if the Rangers keep winning, it turns into what? Yeah, the third, the sixth. Well, I guess the first doesn't matter. Actually, I think the, that late, the late round first. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, like Chris Drury not giving up a ton of assets to to really bring in guys um, that are really bolster up the lineup and and, no. and with the like. They've, they, they're so hot right now, and you're bringing back a guy that the whole locker room liked and Mott. Um, I, 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 and granted, like the first game he was in the lineup, they lost, and, and we can talk about that briefly. Um, uh, that game, they just got out goalied. Like they just <laughs> yeah. literally, they just got out goalied. They're there, and people were freaking out, saying Igor sucks. You know, this is great. I'm like Igor, he let in one softy, but like the other goals, it was just like bad bounces, defensive, like can't really put all the blame on him. Um, and, yeah. and, and, and I mean, the Rangers went, I think, 
0-4 on the power play, but the Jets have the fourth best power play in the league. It's like, and it wasn't like they didn't have chances. Like they literally just got out goalied. I mean, that could have easily been like a 6-4 game. I mean, the Rangers were, were all over them. If they had 20 shots at the end of the first period. The Rangers generate like 30 plus shots, full 60. 20, they had the first 20, they had 20 plus shots. I mean, they ended up yeah. I think almost double the shots that um the Jets had. I think it was like over 50 for them to maybe the Jets like 20s. They were in the 20s, I think. But um, yeah, I mean, they're going up against a, a Vesna candidate this year, I think. Um, so, you know, I'm going to brush that loss off. They're going to just, I think, pound the wings tomorrow, even though the wings are kind of playing good hockey. They're hot. Um, they're, they're looking good for some reason. The Rangers are, are they're out for blood. They uh, probably did not like how they lost the other day. If Igor's in net, I think he's going to put on a fucking masterclass especially after um, people on twitter were especially kind of dragging him a little bit for his poor play recently which the numbers are a little rough but i mean rough, everybody you goes through swamps. I, get it get it out before the playoffs and i think someone someone tweeted it out too i i think this is year four of igor or year three um i, I someone said hank can, did not consistently start putting up like a, a a save percentage above 9% on the year until like his fifth season. Um, so if we're going to go off of that, Igor is totally fine. I mean, like, I, I, again, we've talked about it at nauseum. What blows the, like, it's been blown out of proportion, the historic performance he put on last year. And I think everyone was just kind of expecting him to play like that every year. Yeah. And it's like when you're playing, what I'd say maybe 60 games a year you're not you're you're not going to do that I don't think he plays that much because they're I think the NHL is starting to trend away from having guys carry that big of a load but um I'm not I'm not too upset about that but um yeah so just to go back to the point right quick uh Hank had a few met years in the middle but yeah met years for him were like 9-12 also crazy side note uh after his first year 53 games 9-22 fantastic he played 70 72, 70, and 73 games. That is ridiculous for a goalie. Dude, yeah, I mean, he was just – he was he was legit the backbone of the organization. For, okay, two posts for the Jets. Sorry. For, Didn't mean to interrupt. <laughs> yeah, Hank was the backbone for the the, uh, the, the oh, Rangers yeah. for far too long. Um, it's a shame he didn't win, but um, – <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, I'm I'm happy I'm happy Mott's back. I'm happy Drury's not you know blowing the bag to to bring in these guys. Um, you know, are, yeah. are are they huge huge blockbuster trades like a McDavid's on the team? No, but they're again, was pretty big, I'd say. Yeah, he's he was a, he was a, he was a big fish. Um, yeah. you know, it's it's spiraling all around. You know, the, the the Rangers Twitter now about Patrick Kane. You know, is something going on? And um, they need to move some serious. I don't know. I don't know what type of money they lose, but. At that point, like with all the rumors spiraling, like what big piece are you losing off this team to make that happen? Because it needs to be somebody with, I say at least, at least three million, the very minimum. They're gonna, yeah, they're they're gonna have to trade some guys away or wave some guys to make that happen. Um, Even if they wave some guys, they don't have enough guys that are that they can wave that are making like yeah, they're they're gonna have to to figure it out. They're gonna have to get a third team involved. even then, now, the, the issue the issue that Chicago runs into is I think everyone around the league knows that Kane just wants to go to New York. He has had his eyes and mindset on New York for a while since you know he's been in trade talks and stuff. You saw the comments he made about the Tarasenko trade, and he's like, you know, I, I you know, I really want to go there. If you listen to Chicklets this week, you know, Biz said, you know, it's he said he's talking to some people, and you can call him out if you think it's a lie. But he said, you know. The, the the Kane trade was pretty much all but said and done. Kane had one foot in the door. And um, apparently, this is all alleged, apparently Doug Armstrong came in with a stiff arm and the Tarasenko trade got done. Tarasenko trade got done. So, I mean, if that's true, love that pettiness from both oh, teams. But you'll love it. For a rival, that's great. Kane's hot, but, um, too. Hat trick one night, two goals the night before. Scored that almost sick winner. Uh, last night, I mean, he's turning it on, man. And and who's to good. say? Maybe if he does come to the Rangers, he he has like a Tarasenko like rejuvenation. Like he's happy to to be somewhere else and and, yeah. and play hockey and and he's essentially win another Chicago. Yeah. So I mean, like, I've never been against the Kane trade. I've been against it for cap reasons, just because I'm like it doesn't make sense. And like, yes, he's he's damaged goods. But if if 
they can essentially get Kane for next to nothing. Why, why not just do it? Especially because it would just be a rental. But the point I was going to make before is the, the problem that Chicago has is that it's it's only New York. Like he he essentially only wants to go to New York. So it's like yeah, it gives Drury a little bit more. It gives Drury a little more power and being like he wants to come here. You're I'm either gonna get what I want, which is the player, and for the value I want, or I'm just gonna look elsewhere. Like what's to stop Drury from? pulling off you know somehow driving up the price even if he doesn't get Meyer just just reaching out and con- like offering guys to get Meyer in get some cap you know retain some cap I'll give you this pick I'll give you I'll, I'll do x y and z to either drive the price up for the devils or Kane or just completely pull a Doug Armstrong and, and just stiff arm them and say yeah no he's, he's my guy now um <laughs> so I mean like Chicago's kind of in a tough spot with trading Kane because he only wants to go to New York um, I don't think it happens, man. I was just looking at the cap friendly, and it's like the only guys that I could see, which I can't even really see, Trocheck, but that's not going to happen. They just signed the guy. Lingren, obviously not going to do that. And probably the most reasonable guy to move in that deal is Goudreau. But I really – I think I think he's got trade protection, if I remember correctly. And yeah, Galant, he's got some also, stuff. I just – I can't see that happening. I mean, he's a, he's Goudreau, a dog. Goudreau for New York – I, I think he's essentially can't, he essentially can't get traded until like no. year like after year four or like if it's earlier it's because they want another cup and now you have a three time cup winner and teams that are hungry are going to be like this is the kind of guy we need because that's what happens every year hey, where it's like I mean he's a great player <laughs> or I like him um, I honestly like I could see the Rangers moving away from Lindgren I think they probably wow. should in the next what? year or so really. I I live in a world where I'm I watch Dan sh- Girardi. I live in a world where I watch Dan Girardi play, and I watch his body fail him. I watched him just, and I liked Dan Girardi as a guy. The player, it, you, you just watched him not be able to play anymore. And Lindgren plays the same style of hockey. He loves to throw the body. He'll throw his body in front of shots. He's always bleeding. And I love Lindgren. I would love to keep him as long as we can. But I don't want to keep him for when his body fails because I don't know when it's going to happen. I don't know if it's going to happen. This is all this is all just pre- predicting it. But I don't want to live in a world where I have to watch a Dan Girardi 2.0 and I just – I sigh and I roll my eyes every time he's on the ice because he's doing a snow angel. I don't want to see that again. Sure. So, I mean, like, if if they have to, they will. Will it hurt Fox? Yeah, sure. Um, but who knows? Um, I Yeah, I honestly – Unless Drury works something, I I don't see Kane to the Rangers. Unless something could happen, I really unless something magical happens, and if something magical does happen, we'll have to do an emergency podcast or an emergency (laughs) reaction or something because like that that'll just be like the biggest news of the day. Um, I I wonder if Kane kind of sees that and looks at his options and says, "Okay, you know, maybe I can consider if you guys will retain half, send me to Vegas or Edmonton." Because those are the two other teams, it seems like, that are sniffing around. Mm-hmm. It's for Kane, it's like, do you want to win? Or are you going to walk to free agency and take a really cheap deal to play with the Rangers? Which I guess isn't impossible. But like you're sacrificing a lot. You're sacrificing a year off your deal. And you're sacrificing money on the table in the summer just to get to where you want. I guess he's won enough and he's made enough money to do that at that point. But I don't know. He's put himself in a tough spot. Um, who knows? I can't. He's probably got. He's obviously got a big connection to Chicago, but from him, I think Vegas is not a bad option. But we will we will know by next Friday what happens with him because is it the next Friday? Is, it's next Friday, dude. My God. I think it's March third. It so is next Friday. Right. That's um, nuts. I used to think I do, deadline. It was great. My parents were like, "Yeah, you can stay home." Electric. I do. I do think there is something brewing in 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 the New York Rangers organization because I don't think they're done. I do think they need to make one more move to really bolster up this lineup. And a lot of people that I follow on Twitter who have some sort of inside connection here and there, um, I, I saw a lot of eyeballs. Steve Valiquet was tweeting he's on the 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 Kane train. Um, so I I don't know. It seemed like today there was a lot of people showing a lot of love to Patrick Kane, especially guys who are in the organization. So. Do I think it's going to happen? No. Would yeah. I be surprised if it happened? No. It's fair. Am I going to am I going to be shocked if it does happen and the Rangers walk away with like a fleece deal? 
Absolutely. <laughs> Do I think that's going to happen? No. Um, so, it's I mean, really we'll, interesting. We'll, we're going to see what happens. We will know by next Friday. Um, hopefully, next Friday. That's nuts. hopefully by Tuesday, we have an idea of what's going on. He's um, making up his damn mind. If he would have made up his mind two months ago, like he should have on this yeah. crap Chicago team, he's a Ranger and Tarasenko is probably like a golden knight by now. Like he, he waited way too long. I, I think just based on his answers, I think he's really kicking himself over it. Oh, hundred percent, dude. Yeah. Um, yeah. Cause ultimately, yeah, that's the reason why he didn't get traded is cause he was like, Oh, well, you know, I don't know. Yet, yeah. I you, know, wait and see, uh, you know, blah, blah, blah. Well, you know, what, do, he, what are you waiting and seeing for? Chicago's not, Chicago's, they're not turning <laughs> themselves around at any point. And now, and it was like two months ago, what were you at the game? 30, 40, you, you, you got a good chunk of a season behind you. You knew, you know what the team is. No one, no one. And I guarantee you fucking no one in their right mind was like Chicago, Dark horse to maybe make the wild card. No, they were going to be terrible. Everyone no. saw what Chicago was doing, and they're like, "Yeah, they're officially like starting their rebuild. Like it's over. Like it's done. It like they need they're it's rebuilding. Been done for years. <laughs> yeah, it's been done for like the last two years. Like they've three, four. <laughs> they made the playoffs. I think like two, three years ago. Yeah, I don't know if they're doing any damage though. But yeah, I hear I hear your point. It's I don't know. It's it's crazy. Speaking of crazy, our fancy hockey trade deadline is in two days, by the way. <laughs> February 24th. But yeah. Anyway. I don't make any trades. Nah. So, yeah, I don't know. We'll see what happens with Kane, but I think he winds up somewhere, just not in New York. I think he missed his boat and he's gonna be like, damn. I do I do feel bad for Kane watching the game last night because he had that sick buzzer beater that they took away from oh, him. Oh give the guy the goal. I know you, I know you can't do it because Vegas is fighting for home ice and the playoffs, but man. That was such a sick moment. And his last I mean, home like, game. I've watched this like a bunch of times. I I, really I, I would like to know, like, I would like to know what they were looking at because I, I still have a different one. I mean, I know the clock isn't always I don't know. I, I didn't really see it, but I, they have to have some sort of different angle. It right? looked like it went in as like it was cross unless it didn't cross as zeros. Which maybe. is kind of like lame. They should maybe do like an NBA thing where if it's you know, if it's off I, the stick. I say that all the time to Josh and NHL like 23 when we play. I'm like, if you slap it from down the ice and it's in the air, it can't be on the ice. It's got to be in the air. It counts. Keep everybody yeah, on their if, heels. It goes, if it goes in, yeah, why not, man? That, that'd be one of the rule changes I made if I was commissioner. Absolutely. Hey, man, that's content of the summer. Don't, don't, don't leak all of them. <laughs> I'll keep it in mind. But yeah, I think, I think that'd be a sick. I think that'd be sick. I think you're so right. Uh, but yeah. I'll say it one more time. Tyler Mott, welcome home. I spoke it into existence really many did. times on this podcast. Happy um, smile from ear to ear. Yeah, no, I, I think you thought I was crazy when I was like, I'm legit like this is the best like trade <laughs> of my life. Like, I'm so happy he's back. Like, I was so ex- – I was texting everyone. I'm like, I think the Rangers might win the fucking cup. Like, I think – and they're like, what? It's, it's Tyler Mott. I'm like, you don't understand. I guess you weren't here last year. I'm just still mad that Mott is such a good friend on the Rangers. It makes so much sense. I've liked Mott for years. I don't know what I don't know what has attracted me to Tyler Mott, but like, I don't blame you. Don't blame for loving him. He's a great, he's a great player. He deserves more. Um, another big piece of news that came out this week: Matty Barzal on the yeah, IR. Unfortunately um, for my fantasy team, especially. And 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 what I don't know if Lou said something to like the reporters, but apparently it first came out that like. LTIR, like he's done for the season. And then like good. a few hours later, they're like, there was a misquote in the original article. He's he's week to week, and we're looking to maybe get him back at, at towards the end of the season. And I'm like, I, I feel like they're just covering their bit. Like I, I this seems like it came from up top. Like Lou did not <laughs> want it out that he's gonna miss the rest of the year. Yeah, it was really weird because like at first the injury report came out. He it was a really like harmless collision. But obviously, knees are a little tricky. And you're right. It said that Barzell is out indefinitely, which really doesn't sound good. And then all of a sudden, about a few hours later, like you said, of all people, not like the not Andrew Gross or Kevin Kurz or any other uh, reporters, no national reporters. It was Shannon Hogan, the arena host, who's great. She's awesome. But she was the one that reported on Twitter. She's like, oh, Matt Barzell out week to week. And everybody was kind of like, like, what? Like, <laughs> are you sure about that? Like, is that like true? And then it eventually came out like, yeah, he's week to week. 
So shout out Shannon Hogan for breaking the news there, but I guess it could be worse. I mean, it's a huge blow. They've somehow won two out of three games without him. Two massive win against Pittsburgh, which I'll talk about a little bit later. But, you know, he's he's on IR for a bit. It's a shame, but thank goodness they have Horvat. Uh, Pajot's also on IR hurt. So the center depth is a little bad right now, but if they got Barzell back by the end of the year, I would happily take it. I mean, even for the last stretch of games, we'll take it. Yeah, that, that I mean, like, yeah, it, it, it was just kind of crazy that, like, he <sighs> – he was seemingly he was, out for the rest of the under. year, <laughs> and then a couple hours later, it's like, no, he's just week to week. And I don't, I don't know. Maybe it's to appease, know, like, it's, it's to appease someone. I have to feel like, like someone did not like that it came out that he's um, week to week or out long term. It's um, a little strange. And, and then, yeah, a couple hours later, it's like, no, it's just week to week. You know, I don't. It's a very, very strange. Uh, something. I mean, go ahead. On. Completely unrelated, just because I saw a thing on um, on uh, Twitter right now. Uh, the most points since 2015-16. You know the player, obviously. It's, it's Jesus. Uh, guess how many points he has? 15-16? Since 15-16, right? yeah. Uh, it's got to be like 801, right? 802 or something Holy like that. Holy shit. 802, you were fucking yeah. right there. I mean, I just knew I saw a tweet earlier today with his career points. That's the only reason I got it. That was rookie year. But yeah, that's that's nuts. That's legitimately he's like so far ahead of everybody else. It's kind of crazy. But how many points do you think he'll finish with? This year? Just in general, like career. Oh. I mean, how old is he? 27, something like that? 25 right now, I think. 26. We're the I'm the same age as him. Really? Uh yeah, he's just he turned just turned twenty six about a month ago. He, he only just turned twenty six. Yeah, he's in ninety seven, baby. Oh, I'm o- I'm older than Connor McDavid, dude. He's so young. He's so young. He's yeah. my age and your age. That's scary. Well, he's a, one year older than me, which makes me feel great. Obviously, um, I mean, if he's got eight hundred already, let's say he's so he's playing one, two, three. Let's say like eight years. Say he's got another eight in him plus some. If he gets better and better, if he has his prime here in the next few years, oh Jesus! Um, I think he, I think he encroaches on eighteen hundred to two thousand points. Yeah, I mean he's just unreal. Depends um, how far he can go and how old he is when he stops. Funny enough, last year was the most penalty minutes he had his entire NHL career. Um, Goon, forty-five minutes. Yeah. Big jump up from the 20 the year before. Uh, but, yeah, <laughs> since he's been in the NHL, I mean, that first season he got hurt. He only played 45 games. You know, one, two, three, four. He's had, yeah, in the, what, seven seasons outside of that first season. Uh, one, two, three, four, five, five or six seasons. Yeah, five, five 100-point seasons or more. He's dog. 100, 108, 116, 97 shortened season, 105 in 56 games. That was crazy last year uh, <laughs> or two years ago. And then 80 games. Last year, uh, 123 points, his career high. Uh, and then he had 33 points in 16 games played uh, in the playoffs last year. So, um, yeah, guy's an animal. But back to Matt Barzell, um, just a very <laughs> strange, um, uh, you know, just timeline of, of, with what happened to him. And um, Doesn't seem to yeah, matter, though, because Isles are winning. Not tonight, but in general. I mean, two back-to-back, I mean – I don't. We don't really do game recaps anymore for rightful reasons, but just to kind of talk about it really quickly, you know, you're down two to one going to the third against the Penguins on Monday. You get three in the third, and you win. You stick it to them, especially Malkin, that rat. And then uh, we're not going to talk about the Bruins game in between. That never happened. But Friday night, same thing. You're down one, two, three, four to two. You cut to four to three right before the third. Score two to win it. So it's really nice to stick it to Pittsburgh, but. I must say, these are the Islanders' lines tonight. The AHL Landers, as some have been calling them. Uh, it's quite the team. So the first line is the defense is fine. It's Pelic Mayfield, Romanov, Pulak, Aho Dobson. Cool. It's the usual six, just a little bit mixed up. The first line is Lee Horvat and Matt Martin. You may, you may laugh when you listen. However, Matt Martin was absolutely fantastic on the first line last uh, two nights ago. Kind of hey, like man. stupidly good. As someone who's watched Goodrow and VZ on the first line, this is no laughing matter. You're uh, you're just you're just spitting something that I am constantly watching. So um, this is nothing new to me. 
Yeah, good for Matt Martin. I mean, loyal guy. You'll have to see it. Second line, Parise, Nelson, Palmieri. Fair enough. It's really not bad. Third line is Durando, who made his debut on Monday night, Sezikis, and Fashing. And then your fourth line is Johnston, Koivula, and Holmstrom. So in terms of normal NHL forwards, you're at about half, a little bit over half. So the team is really fun right now, but you know, I'll give them credit. Monday night, uh, tonight's been a little rough so far. They've The Jets have had a lot of chances. But, hey, man, Monday night, they showed a lot of heart. Duran Del Loki looks great. He's so speedy. Horvat, you know, leading the way up front, up top. Thank God they traded for him. Could you imagine they didn't have him right now? You had Nelson first line and Zeke is on your second line. I legitimately don't know how that would be possible. But, hey, you know, they got heart. Is it an AHL team? Maybe, but... If you win games, who cares, right? If they could just keep themselves alive, that was a trip, but whatever. If they can keep <laughs> themselves alive through the playoff race, you got to do what you got to do, man. Also kind of absolutely ridiculous that they have six more games played than Buffalo at this point, I must add. Like, that's that's absurd. Like, that, how is how – I know Buffalo lost two games because of the blizzard this year, but how does that happen? Six games. Yeah, are you nervous about like the the wild card race? Standings. Yeah, let me see. Uh, I'm looking it. at them now. So the Islanders and Florida both have 60 games played, 65 points for the I'm Islanders. I'm not worried about 60, Florida. I'm slightly worried about Florida, Florida, but like, I feel like uh, a push but, game to shove the Islanders can beat out Florida. But the teams that are close, Pittsburgh, 63 points with four games in hand. They could get hot. Detroit with four games in hand, 62 points. Washington, uh. With, Not with, worried about Washington. Uh, one game in hand. Yeah, they're yeah. they're out. Okay, Buffalo is kind of scary with with five games five. in hand, five points out, four points out of the second wild card spot. So I mean, like, you have three teams to be relatively worried. Like, how what what what's your stance on that? Like, how are how are you feeling about that? I think Pittsburgh can get hot. I mean, if Jari's back now, I know he's not fantastic. Their third line sucks, though. I did see a tweet. Hold on. Oh, their yeah. bottom six is absolutely awful. Their bottom six yeah. has like five goals in the last combined like 149 games. You ready for this? Can't so Pittsburgh's third line combined since January 1st, 55 yeah, games, four goals, four assists, eight points, six even strength points, uh, minus 16 with 27 penalty minutes. Yeah, it's really just not good at all. Who, I don't even know who, who is it. I don't even know. McGinn. Uh, Carter and Kapanen. Yeah, and McGinn. Kapanen, I don't think has a point this this he, since he does the twenty twenty. Yeah, since December like twenty fifth or something. I saw or twenty fourth. Yeah, he's, he's doing straight cardio. Carter's old. I saw that tweet too. Carter's old, and Kapanen is just like man. We love we love Nathan Grav. <laughs> uh, Pittsburgh. I think they can get hot. Detroit. I don't know what to make of man. You know, they're they're winning games and they're winning. They're winning good games, but I just don't know if they – I'm slightly concerned about them. They got some oomph to them this year. They are – they've turned out to be what I thought Ottawa would be, where it was like they have a little bit more fight in them. Yep. If they make the wild card, they are the first – they are a first-round exit. I think yeah, which five, is fine. five games which is at fine. most because you're playing – Boston first round. I mean, they might even get swept, but um, and that's fine. That's growth. That that's growth. Exactly. So I mean, like they they're building on a lot of things. What's big for them is um, this podcast is also just all over the place, but it's okay. I mean, this um, is all relevant to the Islanders. Fair enough. Uh, what, what's important for, for for Detroit is what they're. Are you going to lose Larkin over the summer? Because that's. Something that Biz said on on Chicklets too, because he was talking to uh, he didn't say who he was talking to a Stanley Cup winning coach, and he said if you lose a guy like Larkin, you don't realize what you lost until the next season when plays aren't happening, and you're like, huh, we really need like this kind of center, and you're like, yeah, you had it, and you let him walk because you didn't want to pay him. That's fair. It's a fair point. I even wonder like. I know it's probably not going to happen because Friedman put in his article today, but like him and Bertuzzi, both UFAs, like what's what's the Detroit is towing the line now between like do you sell those guys and get a lot of assets or do you make a push and just say, hey, show our fans, show our players that we're dedicated and we're going to try to go for this if we get it. So yeah, I don't, I don't know. know. I feel like I feel like Bertuzzi would be the smarter choice to make if you're going to sell. Moving. But like apparently it's come out they're like they're they're not looking to move him anymore. That's like because it was, they, they, they're trying to make a yeah. run. 
yeah, I don't know. It's, it's very it's very strange. But um, also unrelated, Chicago, yeah, they're in complete rebuild. I'm looking at their first three More rounds uh, the next couple of years. Yeah, they have two first-rounders this year, three second-rounders, two third-rounders, two firsts next year, two second, two third, and then they have all their picks, uh, one, two, and three in the next, in three years from now. So, I mean, or two, two three years from now. So, um, yeah, they're in complete rebuild mode. But, yeah, no, I, I think there are a couple teams, especially with the games in hand, that they it would it would kind of worry me if I was an Islanders fan just because. Well, yeah, I mean it's it's going to be tough no matter what. Yeah, I think if the Islanders continue their their winning streak, they can kind of solidify. You got to hope no. maybe maybe these teams are Pittsburgh. They're 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 right. They're breathing down your neck, but I genuinely think they could probably miss the playoffs. I just think with that, like we just said with their bottom six, not performing, unless there's a huge turnaround and that bottom six really starts putting up numbers or really starts pumping the team up. I I just don't see a world where even if they make the playoffs, you know, as a second walk, like is Pittsburgh beating Boston? Well, are any of these teams doing that is the, is the question, but I don't know. I don't know what to make of Pittsburgh. Same thing Florida, with Buffalo. I don't, well, Florida same thing with maybe. Buffalo too, though. It's like, eh, I don't trust Florida this year. Buffalo, it's like, it feels like that team of destiny, but, you know, five games back, sorry, five points back with six games in hands. Like, can they make that up with a guy like Craig Anderson in net or Eric Comrie in net? I don't know. I don't know if it's their time yet, but I could see Detroit or Buffalo getting hot. But at the end of the day, all the honors can do is win games and just kind of see what happens at this point. They only got they got 22 games left. That's 44 points on the line. So you get a max of 109. Obviously, they're not going to go 22-0. No, nobody's ever c- considering that or thinking that. But at this point, at the minimum, you got to win two out of every three, which probably leaves you at uh, 14, fi- probably 15 wins out of 22. I guess another 30 points. Oh, man. That leaves you at 95 Get a few OTLs, maybe 98. It's going to be tough. I mean, you put yourself in the situation um, with the beginning of the year and the middle of the year especially, that damn 90-game losing streak is going to come back to haunt them. Like it should, but oh my God, the Jets, the Jets are really good. Um, but we're just going to see what happens. You know, you, you, all you got to do is win games, try to you try your best, and just hope you get some luck from the hockey gods. Um, I don't know. I, I Honestly, both wild cards are open, so you never know, right? It's There's they're two yeah. spots. There's not just one spot people are fighting for. There's one, two, three, four. Let's say realistically five teams. I'm discounting Washington and Ottawa, which could be the wrong statement with Washington. You never know. They still got some good vets there. Yeah, I think they're dead in the water. Yeah, I think so too. I don't think Washington makes it, but two spots, five teams, three teams go home unhappy. I think Buffalo's probably one. So now is it? It's Pittsburgh, Florida, Islanders, Detroit. What happens? I don't know. You just gotta wait and see. It's like a it's like a trailer for a movie. And then once the Islanders get to the playoffs, or if they get to the playoffs, a you gotta hope you're playing Carolina, which is kind of already a death sentence because they're only seven points back of Boston. But I want no part of Boston this year, obviously, like anybody else does. Let's go, Sebastian Aho, one nothing. Uh, I can't believe we're winning this game. The Jets feel like three posts. Um, I want nothing with Boston as most people do, but maybe you could put up a fight against Carolina. The honors have always kind of been like win and get in, and then you could do some damage. So we'll see. Carolina is not playoff built. Um, evident last year. I mean, I mean, you you really discount Carolina. They're really good, man. <laughs> bro, I'm I'm just I'm just saying they've yet to beat the Rangers since they blew a blew a three game lead last year. I think Carolina's a wagon, man. <laughs> I'm not dis. I'm, they're good, but I, the Rangers own them right now. Um, so I mean, until 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 they get beat, you know. Fair enough. And, and you know what? I'll eat crow once they get beat. You know, I'll <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll own I'll own up to it and say, yeah, Carolina's yeah. legit. I'm not saying Carolina is legit. I'm just saying the Rangers own Carolina since that uh, since that defeat. But yeah, I, it's going to be interesting. I don't want to play that or Boston. <laughs> I mean, right now, if if I'm New York, I'm just focusing on on getting home ice advantage. You got to jump over the Devils at some point. Which is tough because um, they were kind of cooking again. Um, like I saw a highlight. I think it was the Brat goal yesterday. I mean, they're they're young guys. They're just so smart. They they were they were going up the ice, going into. I don't I don't remember who they were playing, but they were going into their offensive zone, and there was nothing 
they, they, they were going to get stopped right at the blue line. So they just kind of circled back in the neutral zone, saw some space open up, and then he just bolted in and scored. And I'm like, dude, this is crazy. It's they're like, so fast. Like, that, they're yeah, they're, so fast. They are insanely fast. That is like the one thing I'm very nervous about it's when the playoffs good, start yeah. is just like how much faster they are than the Rangers. Because like the Rangers play them very well, but they just, they're just so fast, dude. And I'm hoping that. Maybe you know a lot. It's a it's it's first time in the playoffs for a lot of those guys. I'm hoping there's some jitters and you know the Rangers, yeah. the Rangers I do think can get out of the first round against the Devils, but it's 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 really it really comes down to um, I think speed and I think playoff experience. Obviously, um, do the Devils admire? I mean, I see a lot of stuff on Devils Twitter. They're all you know they're all clamoring for Timo Meyer, and then. The number one piece supposedly that would go back in the deal is Dawson Mercer. Good player. Nothing against Dawson Mercer. He's only like 21. He's really producing the league. Great. You got to give something to get something, folks. Like, you can't clamor for Meyer for, and cry for him for four weeks and then be upset when Dawson Mercer goes the other way. Meyer's a 45 goal scorer. I mean, if, if they get him, it's going to be a definite issue. But I don't know. I don't know how much I buy into the whole. I say it all the time, too, which is I'm even talking about what I say. I don't know how much I buy into the whole, like, first-time playoff jitters. I mean, it does have a good track history, though, so I think it might be true. Yeah, I mean, like, I, I think it's just because the playoffs are so different than regular season. Oh, I mean, like, look, totally like, 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 think about it from the Islanders' perspective. They they, they play um, – they're not a regular season team, but once they get into the playoffs, it's like they're a completely different team. So it's like the playoffs are just a different beast. Um you have guys who want a little bit more. You're not getting as many calls too that you know they let you play yeah. the game a little bit more. So That's there, facts. There's, there's that too. So um, I do. I, yeah. I mean, like, I, it's not the biggest factor in, in in like the at the end of the day, but I do think that um, you, you need that experience and it's, it's your first time. You know, obviously yeah. there's going to be guys who come out and they shine and they're known as like, oh, this is a playoff guy. You know, he loves playing in the playoffs. <laughs> first time, look at the points put up, but. Um, I, I do think that also does play a factor. Um, the one thing I was going to say is, oh, with the Meyer stuff to New Jersey, is that I don't think Devils fans realize, too, that they don't have the cap space. Even if they get rid of Dawson Mercer, I I truly do believe they're probably going to lose Brad over the summer if they bring in Meyer, unless they let Meyer walk. The whole, yeah, I feel like, I, yeah, I feel like that has been overshadowed because of his, like, uh, because of this good season, but that did go very poorly last off season. So perhaps I mean, a he, they've offered him a bunch of contracts, and he just keeps saying no. Like he he seems like he likes being there, but doesn't necessarily want to be there. He's he's I think he's looking at, New Jersey. Yeah, I think he's looking like at, at, I think he's looking at like I know that I'm a great player, and I'm gonna make a lot of money somewhere else. And maybe he's looking at at teams that don't have state tax. <laughs> Who knows? Maybe maybe that's what he's. But I don't he even think the the house even, that Miles Powell built, bro. Could uh, could um <laughs> could um could could they even let Meyer walk, or do they have to qualify him? Oh, I mean, they could let him walk. It'd be kind of stupid, but they could let him walk. I mean, his, his qualifying offer is crazy, though. It's, it's ten it's mil, ten mil, which is a bit absurd. But I know people were even talking like before the Leafs made that Ryan O'Reilly trade. They were saying like, oh, they could qualify him and flip him in the summer to another team that wants him. Uh, you never know. I mean, I can see the Devils doing that too. St. Louis is in the mix now too, and everybody's like, oh, why would the Blues do that when they're rebuilding? Okay, they have Cairo Thompson. Their forward core is really good. The guy's 25. He's 26. And you could lock him up for eight years. There's no harm in it. So I can see that happening. Yeah, I think the yeah the Blues at this point, I'm looking at the, their standings. They're pretty much all but out of the playoffs. Oh, they're done for, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean – Hey man, if if somehow Timo Meyer ends up a blue, and it ends up he's not in the Eastern Conference, the Devils missed out on him. The Carolina Hurricanes missed out on him. That's that's great news for me. Yeah, great, yeah. great news, great news for both of us, really. If because yeah, Carolina gets them, no, you got Carolina. We're so done for. <laughs> <laughs> a three a three game sweep. They just uh, we're not playing the fourth game. We're 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 just. It's free bobblehead night at UBS. We're just we're just giving <laughs> bobbleheads away. Yeah, it's gonna be an interesting deadline, man. I can't believe it's next Friday. I keep saying that, but it's, it's gonna be interesting. But also at the same time, so many of the big pieces are gone, and you have to feel like the the guys who do like the 
eight hour of coverage for it are like, what the fuck's going on? Like, what are we going to talk about for eight hours now? Are we going to talk about like Nick Pugh's dad? Now. Like, like <laughs> what are we doing here? It was always like when I would stay home for school, I'd wake up like, oh, 9 a.m., like trade deadline. And you're just like sitting like the first trade would come in at like 12.45. It'd be like, oh, uh, Garnet Exelby was traded to the Philadelphia Flyers for a six-round pick. And they would like overanalyze the crap out of that. Now, what you're getting here is a guy who <laughs> literally, I don't know, should be interesting. All right. But yeah, I mean, that pretty much. Oh, yeah. I mean, the Ryan O'Reilly trade. I texted our friend Strand about it. Um, funny story. I accidentally broke the news to him. He did not know <laughs> that Ryan O'Reilly and Noel Achari got traded. I texted him. I'm like, yo, vibe check on the trade. He goes, what trade? I'm like, O'Reilly and Achari to the, the Leafs. He goes, you are the one that just broke this to me. What the fuck? I was like, oh. Yeah, um, he's like, uh, and then he like, twenty minutes later, he's like, yeah, I'm, I'm down bad. Like this is, I, yeah, this team is, is done. I'm like, yeah, pretty much. Um, so yeah, big, big trade out of, out of Toronto there. Um, definitely trying to bolster their lineup. I mean, the, the East is going to be tough to get out of. I mean, oh, the East is cracked. I hate it. We have, we have all but said the Stanley Cup is coming back to the Eastern Conference this year. Yeah, you never know. I don't know, Dallas, man. I, I just think there's too many good teams in the East. Um, but only one makes it. It all comes down to 1v1. I know. Uh, the Atlantic is is a hellscape right now. I mean, everyone's saying the Metro is, is, is tough, and it is. The Metro is very tough. But in the playoffs, I mean, the, the, the Atlantic is going to be a hellscape. You're going to have Boston. You're going to have Boston playing Florida or whoever else makes that wild card too. And, yeah, Toronto, Florida, round two. Um, I think Toronto can get the better of them. I mean, I'd be sh- – the jokes, the jokes that oh, would everyone would get. I off. hope the Leafs lose. I would love nothing more than the Toronto Maple Leafs losing. Honestly, even if the Islanders miss the playoffs, Pittsburgh misses, Toronto is in the first round. I'll be happy. It's fine. Is, is it petty? Yeah, I don't care. Now, what would happen? How would you feel if the Islanders miss the playoffs, Pittsburgh misses the playoffs, the Leafs are a first round exit, but that assures you that the Rangers somehow won the Stanley Cup? Like, Oh man, I would rather see, I would rather see tomorrow. So left the cup before the Rangers. <laughs> Not even close. I don't think. As much as I have some poor feelings for that man, oh, I'm sorry. You know, I have a lot of good friends that are Rangers fans. You're one of my closest friends. I would not want the Rangers to win a single. Like, thing I'm just saying, yeah. Like if like everything goes your way except that, like how like what? No, absolutely not. <laughs> if I could predict every single thing, but that had to be the outcome. Nope, I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna have all these things happen but this is also gonna happen absolutely not absolutely not. um oh, what was i gonna say we're saying um, nothing nothing good i do think if toronto is a first round exit this year Dubas it's all fine. but a, it all oh, i mean dubas is gone yeah. uh it all but assures me whenever his contract is up austin matthews is throwing up the deuces he is saying goodbye i am leaving this city and he's gonna go either to the kings or i was gonna say man wouldn't matthews look so sick in los angeles man that is the perfect spot for austin matthews i mean yeah i mean it's it's all but i mean like you couldn't write a better script um than austin matthews in la i mean like just the first time you see him come out on the ice in that in that in in the king's jersey i mean like it's going to have you feeling a type of way. You're just going to be like, wow, like it, this just works. Like he doesn't even look bad in, in the Leafs Jersey, but I don't know why, like in my head, I, I close my eyes and I think Austin Matthews in a King Jersey. And I'm like, it, it just makes so much sense. Like it, it, it really honestly, does. it makes too much sense. Um, so who knows? Maybe, maybe, you know, he wants to go back to, to Arizona and play with Bedard. Who knows? Um, <laughs> even, even though Arizona is, it is playing themselves out of, uh, the tank for Bedard uh, sweepstakes. So um, I, 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 I get all but assured that they probably are hot. I love they that. Are, they're, 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 well, I'm sure the GM's not happy right now with how we're playing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The GM probably is not happy. He's like, motherfucker, dude, what is going on? Um, but yeah, no, I, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. So that pretty much wraps it up for me. I got yeah. nothing else to, to say. Great, uh, that was a great episode. We were really firing all cylinders today. I, I, I agree. I think we were, we were on one today. <laughs> Um, so we can go to we can go to guess that player. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I feel like it's my turn to go first. Yeah, go for did, it. You did your boy Victor Arvison. Uh, let's see where is my guess the player is the question. Oh man, where did I put this thing? Okay, got it. okay. 
So this player, I was trying to do this in a certain way where I wouldn't give it away that he was a goalie, but he's a goalie. Okay. Uh, he's played on three teams throughout his career. He started in a winter classic. He helped lead one of the biggest playoff upsets of the 2010s. He was an Olympic starting goalie in 2014. He shares the record for the most consecutive wins in one NHL regular season with 14. And he's a two-time Vesna winner. I know those are pretty generic, but... I can repeat them if you want. Please do. Played for three teams. Started in Winter Classic and started um, in the Olympics in 2014. Winter Classic was not that year. I don't want to give away the year. I think we'll give it away. But started in Winter Classic before 2014 and started in the Olympics in 2014. He helped lead one of the biggest playoff upsets in the 2010s. I feel like that's a good one. Shares the record for the most consecutive wins in a season with 14. And he's won two Vesmas. I think I know who it is. Is it Bob? Nailed it. Fuck I thought dude. the uh, that was a good one. That was good. Good good guess. I you know what it was? It was, it was the two time Vesna really? wins. I was like, it was the three teams and the two the, the well that also helped me because I was like, okay, think about playoff upsets. I'm like, okay, the biggest playoff upset probably is the blues sweeping Tampa, but I'm like, who's won two Vesnas? And then I'm like, Bob did. Fucking- Dude, Bob Bob's low-key a dog. I mean he's kind of trash now or meth now, but like let me actually pull this is what we're talking about. I want to pull up his stats. Let's see. I don't know how he's doing this year. Can't stop picking me. Yeah, oof. 902 this year. Oh, man, he's been trash in Florida. 900, 906, 913, 902. Dear God. But I mean, the guy's putting up 930 seasons in Columbus. Absolutely nuts. Yeah, uh, Florida has to be fucking kicking themselves <laughs> for signing that contract. I mean, they 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 put so much money into oh, him, and he has just been. And I have. He's just been so mid. I remember um, I was like, oh, you know, Bob and Panarin both could be Islanders. Also, kicking themselves, Philadelphia only got a second and a fourth for him. I mean, they they chose Brzezgalov over him. I mean, come on now. But they were rewarded with Carter Hart. Carter Hart. Um. All right. Cool. All right. So I got I got um, drafted in 2010. He's played for five teams. He did play for one team twice. He played for them for a few seasons and then made a brief uh, stint for them in the playoffs. Uh, he won the 2012 World Juniors with Sweden. He recorded an assist on Mika's game-winning goal in overtime in that World Junior against Russia, and he's a one-time New York Ranger. Could you say those again? Drafted in 2010. Uh, he's played for five teams. One of those teams he's oh played two God. stints on. Um, and the second stint was a trade deadline acquis- acquisition. Uh, Western Conference team. Uh, won the 2012 World Junior with Sweden, and he recorded the assist on Mika's game-winning goal against Russia. And he's a one-time New York Ranger. And I do have a, a follow-up Man, to that. You're really making me rack my brain on this one. This is a tough one. I think of Swedes that are like in, in New York Ranger. I can give you – he's a defenseman. Oh, that, that changes things. Loki, I was thinking of Oscar Lindbergh at first, which is a wild name. <laughs> <laughs> but he's not even in the NHL anymore, so I don't know why I was even thinking of that. He's a defenseman. Oh, is it Victor Hedman? No, I can't be that. You don't. I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> Five teams as a defenseman. What the heck? That's a lot. Of, that's a lot of teams since 2010, man. And he's a ranger at one point. I can tell you the teams. Uh, give me like two more seconds to think. He was a Ranger. I'm trying to think of Ranger Swedish defenseman. I feel like I'm going to be so mad at myself. You probably will be. Who is a Ranger Swedish defenseman? Yeah, you can tell me the teams. I believe he started in Dallas. He was drafted by Dallas. Played for Detroit, Colorado, New York, and he's currently an Arizona Coyote. Oh, my God. Why can I not get this? Coyote? They played for the Rangers. Wow, this is really bad. <sighs> a coyote. See, I think I, I fucking I I've I've done this enough where I was like, oh man, like I really think I'm gonna stump Kevin today, and then you fucking get it in one shot. And this Damn. is the one where I I did this legit 
three minutes before we started recording. <laughs> I legitimately have no idea who this could be. I, I might tap out on this one. I'll give you one more clue. Okay. When he went to Arizona, the Rangers essentially had to pay Arizona to 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 take him away from oh, us. It's, oh, I can't believe you bum. <laughs> it's Patrick Nemeth. Patrick oh, I would have Nemeth, never baby. gotten in a million years. <laughs> Dude, I, I, that is not a Swedish name, by the way. I was shocked to find out he was Swedish. <laughs> I had yeah, no that idea. That was a tough one. That was a tough yeah. one. I was very proud of myself last week for getting Arvidsson and Jurgensen's, but that one was. That yeah, Orbinson, I was like, oh, this one's going to stump Kevin. And as soon as you got it, I was so mad. I was like, motherfucker, dude. I worked so hard on this one. Man, Victor, freaking Patrick Nemeth. I also can't believe I said Victor Heaven there for a second. My, my brain is just in the clouds there trying to figure that one out. Oh, man. Yeah, man. All right. That was yeah, good. That was good. Yeah. All right. So we'll do a wrap up. Thank you for listening. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast on whatever podcast platform you listen to us on. We are on Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, Google, Anchor app if you really want to listen to us there. Um, (laughs) Make sure you you give the podcast a five-star rating and leave us a nice review. Follow us on Twitter at From Brought the Bell. Kevin's been getting off fiery tweets left and right on the Twitter. Um, You you know the vibes. Um, And yeah, Kevin, anything else? No, that's it. All right. We may see you guys next week. Maybe we'll hold off and 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 mm-hmm. do a a post trade uh deadline episode. Um the Tuesday following the deadline. So what is that the yeah. the seventh or eighth or something? Um so we'll something let like you that. guys know. Um and if if a big, big blockbuster New York Rangers trade happens, then you're gonna get an emergency pod. 100%. Because we're going to need to talk about it. <laughs> All but, right. Um, thank you for listening. We'll see you guys next week. Peace. Peace.